Welcome to the Happy Home Birth Podcast, your source for positive natural childbirth stories and your community of support, education, and encouragement in all things home birth and motherhood. What are the reasons that you are feeling uncomfortable or lacking confidence regarding your home birth? Hey there, happy home birthers, and welcome to a live stream episode of the Happy Home Birth Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Fusco, and today we are going to be talking about the top three reasons that you are lacking confidence in regards to your upcoming home birth. So if you think that you know what some of these reasons are, go ahead and type some ideas in the comments and we'll see if it's connected to where I'm going with this, okay? So the way that these three things are going to work, it's it's three reasons, but it's also kind of like a framework. It's kind of like a step-by-step. -step. And you'll see what I mean as I clarify. We'll go ahead and get started right now. All right, so the first thing, the one thing that I know about home birth mothers is that we are automatically a minority, right? The majority of people are giving birth in the hospital system. So maybe there's one of you and 99 hospital birth moms, or maybe there's two of us, we'll give us two, and then 98 hospital birth moms. That's a huge difference, correct? So automatically, we are in the minority automatically there is a little bit of a feeling of isolation. I know this for a fact because I remember when I was working as a student midwife, that was one of the biggest things that moms would come in and discuss was the fact that they just felt isolated. They just felt alone. It's one of the main reasons that I created the Happy Home Birth Podcast was because I realized, wow, moms need more support. We need more connection when we're making such a massive decision. And, you know, it would be one thing if it was just like, ah, well, it's I'm it's just because like there's one of me and there's so many other moms giving birth in the hospital. I feel a little bit isolated, but that's not exactly it, is it? That's not where this ends, is it? No, not only are we a small minority, also <laughs> most people when they hear about someone giving birth at home, what's their reaction? It's not usually, yay, like, that's great. What a great choice that you're making. I'm so proud of you. You really thought this through. No, it's never that. It's almost always, what? You're giving birth at home? Why would you do that? Why would you make such a reckless decision? Why would you put your baby and yourself in danger? Don't you know that I had a horrible experience, and if I would have had a home birth, if I hadn't been in the hospital, then everything would have been terrible. Nobody would have made it out. Thank goodness for that. I cannot believe that you would decide to give birth outside of the hospital, right? So it's not just we're feeling isolated, we're also feeling totally misunderstood. And the frustrating thing is, of course, you know this, but this is not a decision that's made lightly. And the, the research shows that when moms who are preparing for a home birth, there is a lot of planning, a lot of education that goes into this decision. So it can be very frustrating to feel like nobody understands why I'm doing this. And they also think that I'm a bad mom because I'm choosing to give birth at home. Not great. Now you may know, or I'm sure you know that that's not true. I'm, I'm sure that you are confident in that. However, here's the problem. 
Just because you are confident in your decision doesn't mean that their opinions don't impact you and influence you at all, right? When we hear someone over and over saying like, I can't believe you're doing that. Why would you do that? What? That doesn't make any sense to me. We're gonna feel we're going to feel that even if they're not even saying anything, you know, you can pick up on someone's vibes, right? Like you can pick up on how they are feeling about a situation. And this, these are the people that are closest to us. These are our close family members, our friends, oftentimes our mom, our aunt, our cousins, people that we love and genuinely or generally trust and respect their opinions. They're the ones who think that what we're doing is a really, really bad, awful idea. So we're feeling isolated and we don't want to feel isolated. Like who wants to be misunderstood? We want to feel some celebration. We want to feel some excitement about this choice that we're making. Mrs. Staff says, yes, my sister who was an OB nurse literally told me, I hope you and the baby don't die. Right. And, and who's saying that to people that go to the hospital? Who's saying like, oh, well, I hope that you guys don't die there. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Raising river babies, yeah, I feel like there is a misconception in society with the way we've made our home birth decision. They think it's hasty when it's the exact, exact opposite. You're right. You are totally, you're, you're right on it. And so that can feel, doesn't that feel upsetting a little bit? Like if we're, if we're honest with ourselves, doesn't that bother you a little bit? It doesn't mean that it's going to change your decision to give birth at home. I know that moms who have decided to give birth at home, just like you said, it wasn't a hasty decision. So you're going to stick with that, but it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel nice. We want support and we want connection. And I think that that is in our DNA. Why? Because rites of passage, preparing for birth has been something really special from the beginning. That is something that we have celebrated from the beginning. It wasn't, oh, you're pregnant, you're having a baby, let me tell you all about it, let me tell you how you can prepare, let's celebrate you, let's celebrate this situation and this baby. That's not exactly the way that things go anymore, especially if we're saying that we're having a home birth. So like I said, number one is that we are isolated and we are misunderstood. We're lacking connection. So let's go to number two. And that is that you're looking in the right place, right? Traditionally, where would we go? Like I just said, where would we go for, for questions about birth? Where would we go for learning about the experience and trying to prepare? We would go to our family. <laughs> we would go to our mother. We would go to our aunt, our cousins. We probably would have seen them give birth number one, like probably would have just seen it happen because it's happening in the home. But more than that, we would be learning from them in a way more communal, like sisterhood kind of way. And you know, that's something that I remember very specifically, just being a mother feels like a sisterhood, right? I remember after I had my first daughter, I went to Trader Joe's for the first time by myself with her. And I had her like in a little uh, sling and I was walking down an aisle and I met eyes with another mother. And there was just something there. It was like, oh, we know each other. Like, oh, I love you. Like I just, you feel this deep connection in motherhood because you've experienced something similar. That's the way that it's always been. Now, granted, now 
home birth experiences from potential hospital birth experiences can be very different. But we are looking for connection is where I'm going with that. We're looking in the right place. The right place is our family traditionally, our mothers, our all of the female. But right now, it's the wrong place. That's that's unfortunately not where you're going to get the support that it is that you're looking for. Why? <laughs> well, because unfortunately, our culture, our society has turned birth into not something that we get to experience, but more of something that we have to endure. Something that it's like, it's a means to an end. Like, well, yes, you have to give birth, but you're, you're just going through labor because you want this baby, not because like, this is amazing. Oh, this experience is so wonderful. You're going to love it. You're going to grow so much. You're going to learn so many lessons about yourself in this experience. It's none of that. It's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta give birth, but don't worry in the hospital. They've got medicine for you. Like you don't have to feel a thing, honey. Like if it, if, if worst case scenario, they can just like pull the baby out and it'll be fine. Like that's not, (laughs) that's not the grand beautiful view of birth that I'm looking for. I don't know if it's something that you're, if that's what you're looking for. I don't think so. So important where we get our information and guidance from, especially in today's fear-based birth society. Exactly. Exactly. And something that I think is really important to think about is what is that? What's the saying? It's, um, you are like, you are the top five people that you spend time with. (laughs) Like you are a mixture of those top five people. If the top five people that you're spending time with think that home birth is a big mistake, that's not great. Like that doesn't feel good, does it? And like I said, it doesn't necessarily change your desire to give birth at home, but it doesn't feel good and it is a blockade. It is a barrier to that complete confidence and trust in the decision that you're making. So one thing that I think about when I consider what birth has kind of been turned into in our society, in this culture specifically, I think of birth as like this beautiful, elegant mirror. It's so lovely, so extravagant, but somebody has taken a hammer and just bashed on it. So there's broken glass. The image that you see when you look in that mirror of birth is not realistic. That is not what birth really is, but that's what everybody around us is seeing. They are seeing a totally distorted version of birth where moms have no sense of authority, no sense of autonomy, where moms have no sense of empowerment or power, all of that is being stripped away. And they think that, you know, somebody else has to manage this situation. It certainly couldn't be the mom to do it. Like you're not an expert mom. So when they're looking at that image, that mirror that's been smashed with a hammer that is birth, No wonder, (laughs) no wonder they're not comfortable with it, but we know that that's not actually what it looks like. No, it's this beautiful, wonderful, extravagant experience that we get to be a part of. But that is why when we are looking in the right place, our family, we're actually looking in the wrong place right now because they're, they're not even aware of what birth actually is. They're so disconnected from what birth has always been. These last few generations, they're so disconnected that, that they don't know. And that's so unfortunate and I just, I just hate it. I just hate it for them. Um, but we are choosing something different, right? Like our goal is to flip 
a switch. Our goal is to change the way that we experience birth. If you've been watching this so far, let me know what's been the most valuable thing for you inside of this conversation. Are you getting some light bulbs? Is anything clicking? It's crazy today in a society that screams for bodily autonomy with everything else. There is silent or unaware of the lack of autonomy in hospital settings during labor and birth. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of, <laughs> it's, it's really frustrating. Um, so, all right. So now at this point, we understand that why we're not feeling confident about birth is number one, that we're isolated and people are misunderstanding us. Number two, we're looking in the right place for information, but currently that's the wrong place because our family and our friends don't have that accurate image of birth. Number three is now this is where we we put the power back on ourselves. This is where we take control. Number three is where we do something about it. So we need to, to some extent, disengage from that community. We need to stop playing into those cyclical conversations again and again of, you know, oh, well, this is such a terrible decision. Like, why would you do this? Stop it. Like, we need to stop that. If it's not going anywhere, then we need to set up the boundaries and say like, hey, I'm not having this conversation anymore. Or the other frustrating thing, sorry, there's a gnat. <laughs> the other frustrating thing is we can feel so isolated because we're not talking about it. When we know that the people around us are not comfortable with the decisions that we're making, oftentimes we'll decide, well, I'm just not going to tell anybody about it. And that's fine and that's fair, but that still leads us to the same place of feeling isolated and misunderstood. Anyway, so we've got that covered. We're going to disengage from that community to some extent. Doesn't mean we have to not love them anymore. doesn't mean that we can't talk to them at all, but we're not going to expect quality information from them about birth because they don't have quality information. They're not looking at the right image. We're going to take that energy that we have been expending on these relationships, and we're going to put it into a place deserving of our energy where people are actually going to circle around us celebrate our decisions and who are actually going to lift us up and help us get to that empowered birthing experience that we want. This is confirming my decisions to separate myself some from family because it doesn't affect me mentally, but adds to the loneliness. Yeah. It's, it's, and see, it's kind of like that balance of like, all right, so we're going to disengage, but, but now what? And that's what I think is really, really important is not only do we need to kind of pull back from some of those conversations, but we do still, we have a need. We have a need in our DNA to connect. We have a need to discuss these things, a need to prepare. So we don't want to just like throw the baby out with the bathwater. Um, keeping my circle of family and friends I interact with regarding my personal choices is super important to me. Thank you for highlighting that importance. Yes keeping my circle small. I love all of this. All right, so now that we understand we're gonna put that energy somewhere else, where are we gonna put it? Like I said, right now, I love, okay, number one, I think that listening to birth stories is really helpful. Obviously, <laughs> obviously I wouldn't spend so much time interviewing moms and hearing their birth stories and sharing those. That's incredibly important and it really can help us paint a picture of what birth can be like. I don't think that's the same thing as community. I don't think that's the same thing as someone knowing you and understanding where you are and supporting you and building you up and joining you in education and preparation. Not exactly the same thing, still very good. The other thing is I think a lot of times when people hear like community, it's like, oh, okay, well I'll join a Facebook group. 
I love Facebook groups. I have a Facebook group for happy home birth. I think that it's amazing. That's, I'll be honest, I think it's one of the nicest places on the internet. I think that the moms in that group are so helpful and so considerate, but I don't think that's the same thing as community either. It's helpful. It's a big community, but I'm talking about an intimate, structured community that is focusing on you, where your name is known, where people know like, oh, Carrie is getting ready for her home birth. She's so many weeks pregnant. She's preparing for this. And I'm going to come alongside Carrie and prepare with her. I'm going to get ready for my home birth with her. Do you see how that's different from just like sending a post like or, you know, posting, posting a post? Is that what you say? (laughs) Do you see how it's different from like just like a post and then like getting some feedback, but nobody actually knows you? Very different things that we're talking about here. Very, very different depth of knowledge and understanding. So we need this community. And here's the deal. I think that it's a bummer that we need this. I think it really stinks because I would much rather be able to tell you like, go talk to your mom, like go, go ask her about birth. But, but like I said, that's not where we are. So my goal is to create this community now for our generation, for my generation, for the people that are giving birth right now. But by the time my daughters are giving birth, I want my job to be obsolete. I do not. I don't want to be, I don't want to have to be a childbirth educator or a home birth preparation educator because I want them to come to me and I want your children to come to you. So that's why I think that it is so critical for us as mothers giving birth right now to take on more responsibility than we even typically would have to. Yeah, we're going to put on the backpack so that our daughters don't have to do that. We're going to shoulder the load so that in the future they get to come to us and have a deep connection that we didn't necessarily get to have. So we're going to make the decisions to prepare properly and strongly. We're going to make the decisions to invest in community, to invest in education, to invest in preparation, because we understand that that doesn't only affect us, though it does affect us deeply, obviously. I mean, birth is what a couple of hours to sometimes a couple of days (laughs) but it doesn't only it's not a finite event like the birth is but that lives on for our entire life who forgets their birth nobody forgets how they were treated how they felt the way that they perceived the experience whether it plays out the way that you desire it to or not the way that you want it ideally to go, you will remember how you felt about it. And I want all of the mothers that I'm working with to be able to feel proud and empowered about their birthing experience so that the children that they are giving birth to grow up in a household where birth is celebrated. Birth is something that we're excited about. Birth is something wonderful, not something that we have to do. You know, I mean, what a difference, what a mindset shift. And I just think about the way that I grew up and I, my mom and I, I mean, I love her. She's wonderful. She's been on the podcast, but she did not know her own power. She was under the assumption, like so many moms in the early nineties that she needed somebody else to save her and that her body just didn't work. Like that's that's the excuse that the OB gave her. It was like, hey, your body's not working. Like we're gonna have to, you gotta have a C-section, sorry. Like it just doesn't work. <laughs> like, 
And so I grew up thinking like, oh, well, my body's not going to work either. Like I better be prepared for a C-section. So what if that's not the way that it is? What if we take the time to deeply prepare ourselves? What if we take the time to invest in ourselves and our birthing experiences so that our children grow up knowing that birth is amazing? And once they get to that age where they're having their own births, they get to come to you. They don't have to come ask somebody else. They don't need a childbirth educator. They just get to talk to you and you get to be there for them. I think that would be so special. And that is so much my goal. Let's see, I've got a few more comments here. I'm not pregnant yet, but for future, I want to have a warm hearted community around me before I'm planning my home birth. Yep, well, that is exactly what I am trying to cultivate here, Daniela. Empowering and equipping women to empower and equip their children. That's the goal. Like, that's the thing. This is so far beyond just you. I feel like, here's the thing. I feel like when something is about us, we can very easily be like, ah, I'm fine. Like, that's the mother's way, right? Like, I'll soldier through. I'll just, I'll just soldier through with a bad birth and, you know, no preparation just because I'm a mom and and I'll take that on. But no, this isn't just about you. This is so far reaching. This is generational. This is us breaking those generational curses so that our children don't have to deal with them. It's valuable to have friends who could tell you about their own home birth stories. That's the future. Yes, absolutely. Having friends that can talk about this is huge. Building that community of support is absolutely huge. And that's what we're going to be doing inside of the Home Birth Collective. That is an intimate group. <laughs> that's an intimate group group experience where we are connecting and it's not, it's not just community. It is education, childbirth education, all the things about physiological birth that you so deeply need, obviously, it's real. It's connecting to that primal mother It's connecting to that mother that's already here, that already knows, but that we have to reconnect to because unfortunately there are so many blockades in society. I mean, our intuition has been just washed down to, I mean, we barely even talk about it, right? Like, but it's so important. So we've got to reconnect to that primal mother. And then we're going to learn all of the tools, coping with labor, but so importantly is that community aspect, that community piece. So That's what we're going to be focusing on. I am so excited to be able to provide this to my generation so that in the future, we don't have to do this anymore. And I hope that that makes sense. I I cannot wait. If you are listening to this and you feel like, oh my gosh, yes, like I have got to invest in this birth because it's not about me. It's not just about me. It's about so much more than that. Then I would love for you to go ahead and send me uh, a message. Let's see engage let's do engage e-n-g-a-g-e send me a message that says engage and i will get you some more information send you over the application for the home birth collective because it's just going to be amazing i'm just so excited Um, and that's going to be starting july 12th so we are in the enrollment period right now but it's not going to be uh it's not a very long enrollment period because we're starting pretty soon so don't miss out on this opportunity send me a message saying engage I will be back here tomorrow. We are gonna be talking about how to increase attachment with your baby before she or he is born. Another really important aspect, we've got to be able to start connecting with our babies earlier. There's no need, there's no reason not to. So come back tomorrow, same time, 
for how to increase attachment to your baby before he or she is born. I will see you guys then. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Are you looking to extend the home birth support, encouragement, and education? Join us in our Facebook group, Happy Home Birth Podcast Community, and check us out on Instagram at Happy Home Birth Podcast.